Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. I wanted to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So make sure you sign up for my free newsletter at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you shift your perspective and look at your life in a different way. I'll also be interviewing author Maureen St. Germain, who is going to review her book, Waking Up in 5D, A Practical Guide to Multidimensional Transformation. This book will give you tools and teachings to transform your life and joyfully live it in a whole new conscious way. You may purchase her book at Amazon or at jamesmillerlifeology.com. For more information about Maureen, please visit maureensaintgermain.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Once upon a time, five blind men came upon an elephant. What's this? asked the first one, who had run headfirst into its side. It's an elephant, said the elephant keeper, who was sitting on a stool, cleaning the elephant's harness. Wow, so this is an elephant. I've always wondered what elephants are like, said the man, running his hands as far as he could reach up and down the elephant's side. Why, it's just like a wall, a large, warm wall. What do you mean, a wall? said the second man, wrapping his arms around the elephant's leg. This is nothing like a wall. You can't reach around a wall. This is more like a pillar. Yeah, that's it. An elephant is exactly like a pillar. A pillar? Strange kind of pillar, said the third blind man, stroking the elephant's trunk. It's too thin for one thing, and it's too flexible for another. If you think this is a pillar, I don't want to go to your house. This is more like a snake. See, it's wrapping around my arm. An elephant is just like a snake. Snakes don't have hair, said the fourth man in disgust, pulling the elephant's tail. You are closer than the others, but I'm surprised that you missed the hair. This isn't a snake. It's a rope. Elephants are exactly like ropes. I don't know what you guys are on, said the fifth man. It's as large as a wall, all right, but thin as a leaf, and no more flexible than any piece of cloth this size should be. I know what's wrong with all of you, but no one except a complete idiot could mistake an elephant for anything except a sail. And as the elephant moved on, the blind men stumbled along down the road, arguing more vehemently as they went along, each sure that he and he alone was right and all the others were wrong. Whereas the truth is that an elephant is simply an elephant. How many times do we argue within our mind or with other people about the details of things when in reality, if we were to step back and change our perspective, we would see the bigger picture? Shifting your perspective. For those of you who have listened to me for a while, you've heard me talk about thinking errors. In psychology, we talk about our perspective or our belief about any situation determines what we feel. Our feelings then tell our body what to do. There are actually 15 different common thinking errors which really skew our perspective about reality. And in doing that, that's when we have an internal struggle or often have external conflict with somebody else. Every situation we're in, that can be in our internal thoughts or just with other people around us, we're going to have our own perspective of what is actually happening. And as we know, there are two sides to every story, and usually the reality is somewhere in between. When we can allow ourselves to look at a situation in a different way, it gives us many more options of what we're going to do. Think of any situation like a Rubik's Cube. A Rubik's Cube has six different sides. Often when we get stuck in these thinking errors or just often stuck in our own mindset, we will always look at the same situation the same way. When you look at the situation the same way, you will do the same exact thing. And as we know, that leads to insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. 
When we can shift our perspective and put ourselves maybe in another person's shoes or just saying, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Maybe there's something else I don't know. When we offer ourselves more options, it allows for us to feel and do different things. Life is about being proactive. It's not about being reactive. Everything we do in life, we have a choice. Often we say, this person made me do this or I had no other choice. The reality is we always have a choice. When we forget that we have more options, we will often do the same thing over and over again. And unfortunately, that's not self-development. That really is a form of stagnation or mediocrity in our own self-development. If you find that when a situation happens, you get really overwhelmed, it's important for you to take a step back and to say, what else is really going on? Why am I acting this way? Is this even relevant for me? Why am I so upset about something that has nothing to do with me? The perspective that we gain when we have that quick aha moment, body scan or emotional scan or thought scan gives us that buffer to say, maybe there's something different. Just like those blind men about the elephant, there's so many different ways to look at a situation. But if we get so caught up in the details of something or so caught up in our perspective that we're so angry with somebody or we can't believe somebody did that or the indignation that we have, we forget that we have this beautiful, amazing life in front of us with so many options, so many wonderful things that are literally in front of your face. But if you become too internal and respond the same way you typically have responded in the past and only look at one side of that Rubik's cube, if you will, then unfortunately you're going to miss out on so many beautiful, amazing things in your life. The choice is yours today. When you find that you can continually do the same thing over and over and over again. You're only being one dimensional in that respect. Take a step back, look at the bigger picture, expand your perspective and see what else is out there. What else is really going on? There is a world full of beauty and wonderful gifts all around you, but you only see it if you change your perspective. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. Maureen St. Germain has been a lifelong interest in the Akashic Records, resulted in her being granted access to this dimension that has been off-limits to most of humanity for millions of years. Founder of the Akashic Records International, she's an extremely accurate Akashic Records guide and instructor. Maureen's newest book, Waking Up in the Fifth Dimension, provides tools and teachings to guide you in the transition from the polarized mindset of the third dimension to the joy and love of the fifth dimensional vibrations. It explains how to recognize the fifth dimensional experiences you've already had, identify the differences between the third dimension's linear thinking and the fifth dimension's multidimensional thinking and turn the third dimension viewpoints around to expand your perception of what is possible. It includes exercises to protect your energies, especially while sleeping, and sacred geometry meditations to open yourself to higher frequencies. Welcome to my show, Maureen. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, it's such a pleasure. That was a mouthful for me to read, but I can't wait to talk about this. And once we really explain the difference what the third dimensions and the fifth dimensions are, my listeners are really going to benefit from this interview. Cool. What is the Akashic Records? The Akashic Records are the field of knowledge that exists, that holds the experiences of humanity, past, present, and probable futures. Oh, wow. Okay. So now this was a, when did these originally come about? Um, It was after creation, Mm -hmm. but not during creation. So Mm -hmm. there was a decision that was made that the Akashic Records, that there would be a need for a record of experiences and that it would be beneficial to have that as a resource and initially it was it was only a resource for 
higher beings to examine how things are going on the planet um, from a perspective of all the things being visible at once. Oh, okay. That's phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That's something greater than what I was expecting. So that's, that's amazing. <laughs> it's not a library, it's, but it's living. So, you know, if you go back to a movie uh, where, you know, the, somebody goes to the library and they open a book and now they're in the middle of a movie like that. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's much more, uh, so with that, it's not so s- spiritual per se, but it's much more practical and pragmatic in the world around us. That would be true. Yeah. It, it, it's certainly a tool now that mm-hmm. people can't. And that's why access was granted, because we're in a cycle where we're transforming the reality and leaving behind the dark energies, man's inhumanity to man, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And in order to move there quickly, we're, we're now taking the test with the answer key, if we want to use it. So it's ah, like that. I love it's an that. open book. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's an open book test. That's great. You know, I think that's one, one uh, an amazing concept of what you're saying. You know, when you think about our life in general. And when we think in very cause and effect, or we think in black and white or polarized thinking, we don't allow for the multiplicity or the the multiple dimensions, if you will, of of possibility. I think, um, you know, in psychology, that's what we really teach as far as a thinking error, if you will. In other words, something that causes us to limit our thinking is really that black and white thinking. That's one of the 15 common thinking errors. So I'm loving to hear how this is a different version of expanding your mind and expanding the possibility of your life so that it's not so this or that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's true. And, you know, when people realize that there are other ways to respond and that they could be proactively choosing those ways, Mm -hmm. then they set the tone for the rest of their day and for the rest of their interactions. Exactly. You know, I had a very interesting experience where I sat down at a bar restaurant in an airport and struggled with the iPad that had the ordering information. And a guy came over and helped me figure out how to put in my uh, mileage number and things like that. And then I didn't still didn't get it because it wasn't accepting it. And I went back and forth and four people came over individually trying to help me. And I wasn't even asking for help. They were just noticing I was not getting to finish my order. They're looking for my order so they can make sure it goes down to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So after my order gets placed, the lady and I, the lady that's next to me and I start talking and she said, you know, when I sat down here, nobody spoke to me. Nobody said hello. No, nobody helped me with my order. And I looked at her and I said, that's so interesting. I had such a different experience. Everybody was so helpful. And she said, I saw that. And I said, do you want to know my secret? And she said, yes, I do. <laughs> and I, I start out every day by saying a little prayer. I'm asking for a day of heaven on earth for me and everyone I come in contact with. Oh, I love that. You know, it's interesting, Maureen. I actually do something very similar to that. I always say how you start your days and dig of it how it's going to be. And so I love, I start my day in a very spiritual morning rituals that are specific for me and my faith. And in that, when you dedicate your time to that, it really happens. You set your intentions, you set your mentality, you set your mindset, and whatever you believe to become true comes true. Indeed. When you create that intention, you're actually holding an energetic blueprint for anyone that comes near you. And they literally step up. So even if they are obnoxious to the person before you, they look at you and they're Mrs. Nicey Pie. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, it really is. And you know, and I want to really expand this on a much broader spectrum that this, this mentality, what we're going to really be getting into in just a few minutes, it expands religion, expands, or it, it surpasses religion. It surpasses many different things because many different um, belief systems come at this from a different standpoint, but you're coming at it f- 
through the Akashic Records and how that really makes sense for people. Because I know I have many different listeners who have different beliefs. So I really want to help people understand that this is applicable to everybody. It's understanding how to interact with the world around you in a different way. Indeed. And it's also a way to reframe what you were experiencing to get the experience you want instead of the experience that's coming at you. You know, when people call you names or insult you, you have a choice. You can either take the insult or you can take it as a compliment and turn it around. And that gets to be quite funny. I, I tell people, you know, I'm a blonde and you can't insult a blonde because she only hears compliments. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so, you know, when my stepfather said to me, Yo, you're just like your mother, I said to him, Thank you. That's one of the nicest things you've ever said. Yes. I didn't have to take it the way he wanted to hurt me. Correct. Because I don't I don't need to receive it that way. Yes. And so some of the things that I tell people is when you are in a situation when you can choose your words with wisdom, you actually can control a conversation. So instead of saying I have to anything, and that's a big one for me. You say, mm -hmm. I, I'm choosing to, I want to. I don't have to go get the kids from childcare. I like getting them on time because then they are happy and I'm happy. Or yes. I don't want to get dinged yes. rather than I have to. Yeah, and it comes from a place of proactivity. It comes from a place of us being in control of our exactly. actions, of our thoughts, of our responses, as opposed to living in a reactive world, which tells us how we're supposed to act and what we're supposed to do. And that's not living, that's simply existing based off the whims that the world or the people around us want or have. And I think that's what you're all about. And that's what your listeners are yes. all about. Discovering how we can unhook from this so-called matrix that everybody seems to be subscribed to and say, you know what, that's not for me. I'm choosing this and I want this. Yes, exactly. Help us understand the difference between the third dimension and the fifth dimension. Because I know some people are thinking about other physics or they're thinking different things, but help us understand that in a practical, uh, practical way. The third dimension is the experience that we've been having mm -hmm. where people are polarized and they take sides and it's win-lose and 5D is win-win. It's the energy of balance. It's the energy of my concern for me is as great as my concern for you. And I'm not interested in taking advantage of you to, so I can get an advantage. I'm only interested in a great deal that makes us both happy. Yes. And that's, I think that's much more expansive, obviously. <laughs> Hence the fifth dimension. <laughs> well, and you know what? When you start doing that, all kinds of cool things happen. And, you know, people make you offers that you wouldn't have otherwise. And it's so amazing to me. Everywhere I go, I, I have these experiences where people say, well, you know, we can't do this for you, but what if we do this? And they're offering you double or a first class mm. seat instead of, you know, a, a delayed flight. <laughs> and, and it's all because I set the matrix that way with my intention and with my purposeful language. Well, let's go into the, some of the practical tools of that because uh, obviously we, we're going to, we, they're going to, my listeners are going to purchase the book, but I want them to have some understanding of some practical tools of how they can prepare for that. So once they read the book, they're then going to be able to understand, aha, this is what Maureen was talking about. And these are things I can practice even today. Mm. Well, you know, one of the things is to start to discover that you are already experiencing 5D you know, when you have a good experience with someone or you're in a relationship and it's going well, then everything after that feels really yummy. And it isn't until something weird happens and you react poorly to it that you get uh, uh, energy that isn't a match for where you want to be. 
Um, another thing that happens that people I'm sure are observing is they're setting something down, let's say a pair of sunglasses, mm-hmm. and then they're putting them away, and then they remember, oh, they have to go back outside. So they, they go to the drawer where the sunglasses are, and they're not there. And they scramble, search the drawer, they're not there. So they close the drawer, they get the spare, they go take care of whatever it was they needed to take care of, and then they come back and they are putting their sunglasses away, forgetting that they're using the spare. They open the drawer and there's the glasses. Oh, and that's <laughs> you know you've been 5D because when you set the sunglasses down the first time, you were in 5D. And when you went looking for them, you were in a stressful place mm. trying to get something done. You're slipping back into 3D. Oh, I think that's a wonderful analogy because I think many of us have done that before. We're like, I literally just looked there. And there it is. <laughs> That's happened exactly. multiple times. <laughs> exactly. But I think I also even taking it from much more of a psychological standpoint, even that whole concept itself, when we come from, a, like you said, a stress-induced situation, we're very internal. We're not really focusing on the external of what's happening because when we're psychologically aroused, if you will, there's no focus. We're focused on something that is intangible. In other words, it's stress, anxiety, fear, worry. All of those things are not an actual thing we can hold on to. And so when we do that, we don't, we're not external at all. We can't see anything. We, we have no vision for anything else. And so therefore, we just assume that the world is going to be the stressful place or the stressful, overwhelming uh, time in our life. And the reality is, it's like we said before, it's really not that at all. It's just simply when you slow down, when you live in the moment per se and not in a hyper aroused state, that's when you see so many other things, the beauty of the world around us, the opportunities that are definitely around us everywhere we are. That's right. And the, and the tough part for everyday people is dealing with the boss that puts pressure on you mm-hmm. or the sits puts pressure on you or, you know, raising a family and trying to get them out of the house when you know you have a deadline. All of those things create stressors in our life mm-hmm. and, and our self-judgment. I'm not making the standard. I'm not doing it. And so when you can back up a little and set the tone, like you say, first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. actually get the universe to cooperate with yes. you. And even when it is falling apart, there's a, a sense of energetic support for you that you didn't have before. So that, you know, those magic words are pretty powerful. Yes, they really are. And I think that's a thing coming from a spirit, mind, and body. You know, that's what the whole thing with lifeology is, uh, to help someone simplify and transform that. When we have all three things working in tandem and working in concert, we're pretty much unstoppable. I mean, our hopes and dreams, our, our ability to, to tap into something greater than ourself, our, our logic, our intellect, our body, they all work in such a cohesive way that we're such a, a powerful, amazing, um, transformative person in that moment. Indeed, we really are. And I think that's the part that people don't realize how powerful we really are mm-hmm. with our intentions, with our thoughts, with our words, with, with what we think. And so if we can just train ourselves to notice our thoughts, to train ourselves to notice when we're thinking dark thoughts. And, you know, there's, in the old days, they used to say, well, don't think dark thoughts because you're going to manifest it. And my thought is, well, when was the last time you stopped thinking a dark thought before you thought it? <laughs> exactly. That's, That's really important. <laughs> so I tell people, you know, don't worry about how many dark thoughts you have. Just follow it with two or three positives. Yes. And they have to be in the same category. Yeah. So you're you're making two first and you're you're following the dark thought with, you know, two that balance it out. And they, they literally, you know, it, it goes right back to quantum physics. When I learned how noise canceling headphones work and that they actually capture the offending sound and then invert it and match up the sine wave so that the wave collapses and there is nothing left. Mm-hmm. 
that's when I realized, okay, fine. You can just take your negative thought and turn it into a positive, and there it is. Yes. And the wave collapses, and then the second positive replaces it and, and puts a new seed in. You know, if you can think of more than two, that's even better. Yes, and that's a wonderful analogy of that. You know, and I think it's also just a good reminder that a thought is just simply a thought unless we believe that thought. You know, we have so many things that can go through our head every day, but once we really analyze that, and in that, that's when it then starts to become a belief, or that's when we start to hold on to that and really think, oh, well, maybe that is true. But I'm loving this analogy of the noise-canceling headphones. I think that's a, that's a really good analogy for things. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us more about your book. What is a synopsis? The synopsis of this book is to share with the reader how it is possible to change your reality, how it is possible to understand what's really happening to you that no one else can seem to explain. You know, when you're at a, 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 a traffic light and no one else is moving, but you see the light has changed, you're actually in 5D because you're a few seconds ahead of everyone else in three. So sometimes we have these experiences that we dismiss. We don't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we just keep going and we keep interpreting the reality the way we don't want. And if we get a new frame, a new mindset, I actually tell people mm-hmm. it's a new game. Mm-hmm. The old way of doing things is gone. And well, I yeah. think that's great when you, when you talk about really focusing on when things just are off, you're like, wow, that's really weird. Or I, or I, I knew that before it happened. Whatever those odd, I shouldn't say odd, whatever those Um, situations are that feel different or are are really surprising to you. I think when you can really look for those, because once again, whatever you look for, you're going to find. When you can look for those opportunities and you get excited about them and you say, well, I want more of that. When you can look for those wonderful things, they will happen more often. And I think that's one of the way that people can really live in this fifth dimension, if you will, is constantly looking for something that is different than the norm, different than what they're used to experiencing. Because when you look for something, like I said, you'll find it. You actually did something that I describe in the book just now when you said, I won't use the word weird. Well, I'll just call it different. But a lot of times we want to label something weird and then dismiss Mm. it because it doesn't match the reality we know. And we're trying to make it match. And if we if we are allowing ourselves to receive the information that's coming in in a very open ended way and allowing ourselves to ask the question, what's going on instead of why did this happen or who did it? We actually get more information, and that's part of being 5D, is being able to be completely open to the experiences that are coming our way and being able to receive them in a most benevolent way. Mm. Yes, because once again, trying to put something into a box, if I, let's say, saying weird, that then is very linear. That's very black and white, and in that, we are trying to pigeonhole what the great things are in store for us when they'll never fit. And, and what's interesting is very often you discover that the motive you thought someone else had isn't the motive at all. And it isn't until you allow the possibility of a misunderstanding that you begin to see stuff that you wouldn't see otherwise. Mm. And that's also very, I think. Yes, yes, it really is. I'm really liking this. Like I said, coming from a psychological standpoint and hearing how your application of this as well, it, it's so neat to see that they all end at the same area, the same spot of living a proactive, powerful life. And so I'm loving, like I said, I love, I love hearing, when I interview all these different types of people, I love hearing the different entry points and how we all arrive at the same spot. So this is, this is phenomenal. So thank you for this. My pleasure. You know, in your book, you talked about kind of living in the five dimension and while sleeping. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. Well, 
Well, this started when I came, when I worked late one night in my home office, and then I went upstairs and crawled in bed, and I was, my bed was right above my office, and there was an internet router in that room, and I was, I didn't realize it at the time, but in hindsight, I realized I was in a higher dimension because I actually felt the energy of the router mm-hmm. enter my ear like a hot paper clip going deep, and I, I, I gasped, and I went downstairs and unplugged the router. And the next day we put a timer on it. And the thing that I realized is, you know, when you live in an apartment mm-hmm. or, or someplace where there's a lot of people, think about how many routers are <laughs> yes. in your back. You open up your phone and there's like 20 choices. Yes, there are. <laughs> All those energies are impacting us. So I decided that it, what we did in our home was we unplugged the router at night and we put it on a timer. But what if you couldn't unplug it? Hmm. So then I, well, as long as you know what this energy is, then you could call in the solution. And there is such a thing as a Faraday cage, which allows yes. for the limitation of any kind of waves to cross into it. And that kind of energetic blueprint exists. And because we know these things exist, we can call it in verbally mm-hmm. and say, I'm calling in an energetic Faraday cage over my bed or over where I'm sleeping so that energies that are not supportive of life are not able to affect me while I sleep. Yes. And everybody that's using it, and I have a whole group of people in my Ascension Institute that are using it, they all report back that they're blown away by mm. how better their sleep is. And even the spouses, you know, I have a lot of people that, that are in the program without a spouse. I mean, they have a spouse, but their spouse isn't in it. And the spouse says, just go ahead and say the prayer out loud, I'm, I'm in. And they both get the benefit. Mm, that's amazing. Well, as, as some people listening may not know what a Faraday cage is, but what, what Maureen is saying is actually true. So you, when quantum physics say, have this ability, this, this cage, if you will, where nothing can enter it, where no, no energies can escape from it, or no energy can come inside of it. So it's a, it is the same thing. It's funny, I do it slightly different. Um, I, I always, my thing is when I go to sleep, I always tell myself, in peace, I will lie down and sleep. And that's just kind of what I say aloud. And then, and in that, that I know I'm, I'm, know I'm at peace, I know I'm at rest. That's how I do it for myself. Oh, sorry. Once again, I love hearing how, how you do this in a different way, but it's the same concept. It's true. When you really create that mentality of that either prayerful state or the uh, meditative state or that mindful awareness, whatever you say, once again, is manifested. So in that sleeping time, you create that Faraday cage, your words there, that is what will come to pass. And those that does not allow for anything that's harmful or, or unnatural or unsafe or different types of energies to really enter your body. So I, I like I said, this, this is great to hear that we once can do it slightly different, but it's the same concept. <laughs> I also added a phrase, um, I'm waking up in 5D. Mm. And uh, that changed everything because I, like that. I would wake up in a good mood. I also say, uh, no matter what the night holds, I will awaken well rested mm. and refreshed. I love that. And, you know, even when it's a crummy night or there's a phone that rings or you're tossing and turning, as soon as I'm awake, you know, and I'm feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm standing up, I'm feeling great. And it's so amazing because that was a wacky night, but no, no matter to me. But, you know, I really like that because you take it, so I used to take it in the morning of, you know, starting my day, but I like how you're even more proactive from the night before for the preparation for the morning. So that's a really good tool. That's actually something I'm going to practice tonight as well. Cool. Maureen, there's so many things. 22 minutes is not that long to be able to talk about all these powerful concepts and so many things that, that your book really delves into. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to purchase the book and just to find out all the amazing, wonderful things you're doing, where would they find this information online? They can buy the books at Amazon.com. 
Um, they're available both in print and in Kindle. I also have them available on my website, MaureenStGermain.com. I also offer Akashic Records readings, and I also train people to do their own Akashic Records readings. All of that is available on MaureenStGermain.com, and it's M-A-U-R-E-E-N-S-T-G-E-R-M-A-I-N.com. I also have freebies on my website and on my blog. My blog is MaureenStGermain.blog, so it's easy to remember. Wonderful. So Marie, what I'm going to do is, uh, so in the show notes, I'm going to have all this information as well. So if my listeners aren't able to find your information online, simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, and they can read all the show notes and find out how to contact you. I'm also going to put your book um, on my website as well, in my store, your book, Waking Up in the Fifth Dimension, A Practical Guide to Multidimensional Transformation. That will be available on my, like I said, on my website as well. So my listeners can also go there to purchase your book. Maureen, thank you so much for your time. It was such a pleasure to meet you and get to talk with you about all the wonderful things you're doing. Thank you. I feel the same way about all the wonderful things you're doing. God bless. Thank you. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever port you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.